Hey, thank you for tuning in to Tell Email, a storytelling podcast where we think, educate, learn, and laugh with our special guests. And yes, we will get the piping hot tea straight from them by them. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. So when I was a little girl, my Aunt Joyce would say to me, telephone, telegram, tell email. Welcome to tell email. Our special guest is one of the sweetest souls. Gwen, the author, has many pieces to her, and I'm familiar with several of them. But tonight, I'm going to tell you about which one Um of the pieces of Gwen that brought us together. So Gwen is a hair braider. She is one of the best, baby. She'll braid your hair down. I mean, she'll braid down your eyebrows. And listen, <laughs> she used to do my aunt's hair. And I don't know when I have seen my aunt's hair last. I think it was back in the late 80s, maybe early 90s, maybe 1991 was the last time I saw her natural hair. But Gwen has always braided her hair very nice. And listen, I'm not knocking my aunt. I love her braids. They look fabulous (laughs) on her. And Gwen always did a good job. Let me tell you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She made my aunt and my cousins look. They wore braids like for everything. And they still wear braids this day, of course. But um, my aunts are now, they're twists now, but they're really, really pretty. And I think. One of my cousins got like sister sister locks or something. But anyway, enough about the hair. I want to introduce you to Gwen, the author. How are you, Gwen? Hey, you know, I am just fine. I'm excited about being on the show. Um, thank you for the compliments. Yeah, I I used to braid, 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 braid. I took mm-hmm. a break now, but you know, if I have to come out of retirement for you guys, I will. You're not about to charge me $5,000 for my big old head. You know my head was huge. Let me check you what I say about that. Your head was not big, but you did have a lot of hair. When? Definitely. You have very, your hair is very thick. So I would say why you thought your head was big. It's not the size of your head. Uh Your head wasn't big to me. It's the amount of hair you got. And you had some hair strings over hair strings, but I got you. I got you taken care of. You did. You did. What? Look, God said, "I give it and I take it away." And let me tell you right now, it would probably take you five minutes to braid the two braids that I have on my head. That's why you always see me with all these wigs and stuff. <laughs> but anyway, can you tell the people who you are and what you do? Yes, yes. My name is Gwen, the author. Um, I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Mother of four. I got a blended family, so I'll say seven. I have 12 grandkids in total. Um, I love writing. I will say that. Um, It's become one of my um, favorite things to do here lately. But um, um, 
not too much goes on in my life. I spend a lot of time with my kids and my grandkids and my husband. And um, we just try to do life, you know, with the way the world is going now. We we can only do life. That's it. Okay. So tell me, what made you decide that the world needed your book? Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you about that. I started writing one time and I actually wrote almost a whole book, but I, I got bored some reason for some reason and I stopped. And mm-hmm. um, this time I think COVID had hit and people were just like sitting down and it was so much stuff going on in all that time. So I just said, you know what, I, I'm going to start writing. And when I started writing, it just was like I couldn't stop this time. So I know that this was going to be a book that I actually finished, you know. Okay. And, yeah, it was, it was crazy how it happened. But yeah, I, I sat down, I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I was like, all right, I think I'm going to be able to finish this one, you know. And I yeah. did. You know, I still got some things that, you know, finishing touches that I need to do. But I think all in all, when my readers do read the book, they're going to um, they're going to love it as much as I do. I believe so. Awesome. Well, tell me a little bit about the book without giving away all the details, because we want people to like get into the book, but we don't want them Definitely. to get like the whole story, you know. Definitely. Okay, so the book is it's called Love That Wrong, and it's a love story, but it has a lot of twists and turns in it. And that's the thing that draw me to it more than anything, because you know how we go through a lot of stuff in life and we don't, some of us don't know how to deal with it. I learned that when I started writing, it it started being me living out the characters, different characters in the book. And then it it also became like some type of therapy. The book is a love story and it's about um, a a guy that lost his wife. He had two boys. Um, and then uh, the young lady, Michelle, she has one son. So the the guy, King, which is his name in the book, his wife uh, passed away um, brutally. And then Michelle and her husband, they divorced um, for um, other reasons. You know, so um, in, the, in the book, it's. It's going to be um, moments where you're going to have fun, you're going to be laughing, and then you're going to get serious. So you just don't know what you're going to get while you're reading on into the book. But once the book is done and you read it, you're going to want the second one real quick. So, you know, I think it's a good it's a good love story. And it, it's about love fast, you know, because sometimes it takes people a long time to fall in love. Well, this love story allowed two people from different worlds to um, fall in love, like, immediately. Like, they mm-hmm. fell in love immediately. You yeah, know, like, love at first sight. Yes, okay. definitely. It was it was one of those things. But the, but the character King, he got a little creepy at times, but it wasn't a bad kind of creepy. It was a good kind of creepy. And she just thought it was bad. Michelle thought it was bad. But mm-hmm. I think the readers would, would love it. I mean. I really do. I, I I enjoy writing it. So, you know, my my aim is for the book, to, you know, when they get to reading the book, mm-hmm. um, that the book will take them into the same world it took me in when I was traveling and going through all the stuff that I was going through, uh, uh, you know, like set around the book. Apart, well, I say, I guess I'll say aside writing the book, the stuff that was going on in my life at that time when I start writing the book, it was kind of healing to me and it took my mind away from all the other negative stuff. Okay. Well, that's awesome. You know, um, it, it sounds like we know these two people. Yeah. And let me tell you something. 
when you write a book and you publish it and you're thinking like the same way that you have these thoughts mm -hmm. and then you have a reader say, oh, and I felt the same way or they yes. say something that yes. you know that they felt the same way, the way that you felt when you were writing. Definitely. That feels so good. Definitely. So I totally understand yes. that. Yes. Um, I had um, a young lady like review my book. Um she uh sent me uh the review like in it was like in a report style uh -huh. and honey when i tell you we laughed so much wow. we giggled so much about the you book know? and the characters and the characters yes. that she hated the ones that she loved <laughs> definitely like it just makes you feel all giddy inside because you know that you did what you needed to do so I know that in your journey of um, writing your book and getting ready to publish it, tell me um, which one do you prefer, self-publishing or traditional publishing? I'm going to go with self-publishing because, okay. you know, this is my passion. You know, I've, I love writing. I love putting what I want in my book. You know, I don't want to, I want to self-publish because I don't want, anybody else to put stipulations on what I can say in my book. You know, I want to be able to control, you know, what I say in my book. Um, also, it's the fact that, you know, you know, when you, when you don't self-publish, you get with publishers that, that want to give you like 30% of what you work, the book that you wrote for yourself. So they want to give you like 30% and you, and then they get 70%, something like that. So now I want to, I want to go with self-publishing. I think that's going to work a whole lot better for me. Okay. And that is so true because you do not want to put out work and then have somebody yes. like come in and rewrite everything and <laughs> take a look in a totally different direction. Different way. Yeah. You want to get paid for your stuff. You do not want to split the check because they didn't do all of the work. Definitely. They Definitely. said, oh, you spelled telephone wrong. And you're like, yes. no, I wanted to put telephone in, right? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. And, and I, that, I actually had that happen to me. I had somebody who, because um, it's an interracial couple. Mm -hmm. King is white and Michelle is black. And so mm -hmm. I had someone um, try to tell me I needed to change the character, you know. But for for what I'm doing right now for myself, these are, um, they're my characters, but they are not real characters, you know. So mm -hmm. if, if I'm writing... Evidently, I'm writing because that's what I want to write about. Right. I won't, I won't change my characters or um, anything that I do because you know somebody else um, don't agree with that situation. I'm a, I'm a fair person. I don't I, love is love to me. You know, mm -hmm. if I wasn't married to, a, I'm married to a black guy. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's it's just love. The book is interracial. I'm not prejudiced at all. I mean, I can see love in all different colors, and mm -hmm. some people can't, you know. But that's their mm -hmm. own opinion. Now, I, I commend you on that. If you want to, you know, be black power and black people should just should date black people. But for me and my book, <clears throat> I want to be able to write freely again. What I want to, what I write is what I want in my book. I don't want to change anything for nobody. So that's just my way of thinking. So it can get, it get critical. 
Right, right. And I have people read my book and say, um, because I get beta readers, right? So uh-huh. there'll be some people that read my book before I even put it out. Okay. And uh, <laughs> one of them said that the book's name, the title should be changed. And I was like, you know what? No. The color purple is not about the color purple. I mean, you do see purple flowers at the end yeah. of wherever, but, but it's the everybody people. in the book is not wearing purple. The houses aren't purple. The curtains you know? are purple. Like, come on now. Definitely. On. I know if it's a metaphor, just roll with me. Roll with it, I, I just put my, my book out and I got all of these covers with the <laughs> you know, I'm not changing it at all. I did this because this is what I wanted to do. Thank you. Right. You can right. like it or love it. It mean either way, it's gonna it's gonna catch some people's eyes and some people it's not. But the ones that it don't catch um their attention, then it wasn't meant for them. So you know, right. that's just life. Okay, so tell me this, like with your book, like with, you know, most of my books, I have a lot of tough subjects, uh-huh. you know, I always yes. want to have a happy ending, like I'll bring the people together or the people will get yes. married or yes. somebody will get saved, but yes. I also have tough issues because, you know, I talk about domestic violence storylines oh, yeah. in all my books and that's not going to change no. because I believe, you know, we all need balance. Definitely. So, um, it's I wanna, yes, and one of um the books that I'm writing now, mm-hmm. I'm talking about um mental health. So, Definitely. are you um talking about any tough issues like that with your book, or did you want to talk about that? Well, um, in the book, I can say it, with the characters, you can tell that some of the stuff that's going on in the book is affecting you know, some of the characters' mental health. Now, mm-hmm. on mental health in general, you know, I think mental health can be prevented. Like, if if loved ones pay attention to, like, signs that people are going through with, with mental health, then it'll be, like, so much better because mental health, people don't choose mental health. Mental mm-hmm. health choose people, and, you know, it, it takes people you know, further, and then some of them it pulled down, you know, I live, I always say, um, you got to pay attention to signs, like, you know, I know, I know someone who's dealing with mental health issues, and as they were growing up as a kid, I seen it in them, but you kind of mistake mental health for bad behavior, especially like a parent is, is getting divorced or separated, and that's taking those kids to a whole nother realm that they're not used to, that's that stuff can be overlooked and you know portrayed as oh he just acting up because such and such or mental health if you don't catch it like early and you don't take your family members or whoever may have it um and get checked and get tested and get medications that they need mental health could not only kill that person but it can allow that person to you know hurt or kill somebody else that they generally wouldn't never even want to kill but once their minds snap off it's it's something that they can't handle so i've watched people who i know um actually just dealing with mental health and knowing them and how smart they were and you know different stuff about them and seeing them when they're um wrapped in their mental health issues it's a real sad thing um to watch it's depression depressing you know I don't know. I, I I believe that I'm going to write books on mental health too because like I said, I know 
I know people who deal with it. And it's, mm-hmm. it, it's a thing that need to get a lot of people attention because some of these guys that's out here shooting and killing people and doing different stuff, it's, it's, it's more of anger growing up, but it's a lot of mental health involved in that too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that is so true. You know, I, um, I went to the doctor and this was the other day. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. The doctor was like, we need you to fill out this survey, you know, uh-huh. and you're thinking, oh, I'm just filling out the survey, but I'm yeah. being brutally honest, right? Yes. So yeah. when I'm done, he's like, oh, I looked at your survey and it's really high numbers. And uh-huh. um, I think you're depressed. And I was like, <laughs> wow. Okay. So he's <laughs> like, do you want medication? I was like, no, I'm good. No. So he, he was like, are you sure I'm positive? He said, are you suicidal? What? And I was like, I'm wow. always homicidal. Always. <laughs> he I'm asked that? Me. Yeah, because he thinks because, you wow. know, that number is high. But I people don't realize you have a lot of trauma going on with yes. you. It's like with my first episode, I talked about, you know, driving across the country. And I cried the whole time because yeah. I had never lived by myself. So I was scared. So yeah. you might say it's depression. But <laughs> if I'm divorced, if I got fired from a job, yeah. like I'm not going to go home and kill myself. No, because that's life. People that will, will. And there are some people that need medication, and Definitely. people who need medication think just like me. Yes, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> right? And then some people don't like the feeling of the medication. Definitely. Um, yeah. Oh, how it makes them feel, so yeah. they don't take it. They don't take and it. And I noticed that, like, even recently in the news with the seven-year-old boy with the virtual headset that he wanted his mom to order. Yes. Oh my God. Um, and, um, you know, he did murder his mom. That was which crazy. Was so unfortunate. But <laughs> the thing is, the sister reported that, you know, he had been having these anger issues before yeah. that even happened. So and, I don't know if, like, what actually yeah. happened, if he was able to get help or yeah. if he wasn't um, able to get, you know, the yeah, correct he, treatment. He, he to, needed. Yeah, he needed that help, and unfortunately, his mom didn't realize that he was actually letting her know. Those games really, actually, they put stuff in your head. Even if you don't suffer from mental health issues, it puts stuff in those kids' head at a young age, like Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, I promise you, we just talked about subliminal yeah. messages today. Oh, I was my talking. God, yeah. Um, with the kids about you know subliminal messages Definitely. and how I would go into um a retail store and I would say bleach 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 <laughs> walking through the store because yeah. if I didn't I would get to the register and where I would pay what two fifty three dollars yeah. for yes. a little bottle of bleach yes. I would come out. <laughs> With the builders like a hundred and five thousand uh, purchase shoes because I saw somebody smiling on the sign and then the music you know? was like go get some popcorn <laughs> you know let me tell you got told corn and and socks and you know? and then don't don't even have the bleach when you come out <laughs> don't even have the bleach. And, bleach and, and that's what out. you coach yourself to go. Look right. at you first get in the store. Right. It's and crazy. Sometimes I say, you know, 
I know I don't like to always order on Amazon, but it saves me because, yeah. honey, if I go in these people's <laughs> store, I come out like let I'm me tell you, cutting in. <laughs> it's I, I just told my daughter today. Well, I went in Walmart three days straight. Every day I went in Walmart, and it wasn't even a lot of stuff. The first day it was seventy something dollars I spent. Yes. The second day it was eighty. Then it was a hundred, and I was like, "I'm not yes. going to Walmart no more. Yes. I'm, I'm going to just I, I'm gonna stay home because every time I go to Walmart, I spend some money. It's always somebody in there that's got their own stuff going on, and they angry, and then they want to take it out on somebody like me who's happy who just want to get in the store and get out. You know, <laughs> and I'm like. No, I'm not. Walmart, I'm going to start ordering online from now on. Okay. <laughs> they killing me. Well, I love listen. them, but they killing me. I know, but listen, we will go down the rabbit hole messing with them, so I ain't yeah. even going to go that way. So Definitely. Let's, let's try to bring this back around full circle. Yes. Yes. So tell me, what keeps you motivated as an author? Oh, my. Um, I believe what keeps me motivated is... um. Um, when I'm writing, um, knowing that somebody else that's um, potentially going to be one of my readers are going to, um, it, it's going to make them feel good inside, it, especially if they're going through some stuff. You know, mm -hmm. when they start reading a, a book, and um, I think if if it can bring them out of a dark hole, then I've done my job because I know, you know, motivated. What motivates me is just to to be able to help somebody else. Like that's what it's about, you know. Like you write books, your books are based on domestic violence. Do you know how many people who's being abused right now today? Like all around the world you know yes honey they, there are some toxic relationships oh, definitely. And, honey, people send me stuff all the time on instagram and i'm like oh my gosh yeah it's Read a lot it's you a lot. you you literally help save a life because if they get access to your book and and, and i'm gonna i'm gonna start promoting too on my pages because um domestic violence is so visible now it's not just nowadays it, it it was bad then but it's even worse now because we've resulted into well if you leave me then i'm just gonna shoot you <laughs> you know right and, right. and women some and it's women been not, like that it's yeah like that. It, it has but it's it's gotten worse some women they don't have that strength i know women who families didn't even know they was getting abused for the whole 10 years that they've been with their husband, they didn't had no clue because they suffered in silence. You know how many women would say, you know what, God, I don't know what I keep doing wrong, you know, so just take me out of the equation. You know, mm -hmm. they're not strong enough to get out of it. So they want to get out of it in death. And they're not thinking about the fact that they got kids. You got kids. What's going to happen to the kids? Because look like what's going to happen if you don't leave that man, he's going to kill your kids first. Then you and then himself and that's just a wrap and if women knowing that your books are about domestic violence they get there and they sit down and read that book some of those minds gonna get changed it's gonna be some stuff happening that be like you know what i don't even think that this gonna stop you know right I'm and that's why i do what i do that's why i Definitely. post and write about domestic Definitely. violence and how to prevent it yes. and just in the hopes that it will yes. help 
somebody. Somebody. If, just if it's just one person, like just Definitely. to kind of get know? them, you know, back on track. Definitely. So, it's 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 necessary. So you 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 realize that, you know, that's that's what you that's your genre mostly, um, domestic violence. And yeah. if and like I said, you're you saving people's lives because if if they don't if they didn't read your book, you know, if they didn't read your book, they wouldn't even have a clue as to okay, well, you know, I want to die in this marriage. I want to get out. It's help for you guys. It's it's places that you can go to keep you safe. You know, yeah. And then and the, people don't know that people don't even no. know that they're in a domestic violence no. relationship. relationship. They don't know what red flags are. No, so that's no. why I kind of promote it. And then, like with the younger generation, oh my gosh, a yes. lot of these toxic relationships, yes. they believe that that's love. So that's I, love. I just they mistake say, it. No, oh my god, they out there. They they think it's love. Trust me, I can I can tell you through experience. They think that it's love, and I feel like if you stay with them, they're gonna change, and it, it it's not gonna happen. Once you allow a man to put you in a position of being abused, that's your life. <laughs> they're not gonna change because they know you are too weak to leave. They know it. Mm-hmm. Men, women, yeah, you name is everybody. So <laughs> everybody, I just put it out there for everybody. Everybody, that's the truth, though. It is because some men get abused too. You know, yes, honey, it's the truth. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, a lot. Of you wouldn't think it. You wouldn't think it. What you be thinking? What kind of man sit here and let a woman abuse them? Well, some of those men not strong either. <laughs> you know, yeah, but you you just never know. So you don't. It, it was a, a while back. You know. Abuse was something that you would keep to yourself. You know, yeah. our parents kept those secrets or they didn't talk in front no. of people. They didn't mention certain things and they <laughs> held a lot of things in and held a lot of things down. Yeah, but now with the culture that we have now, they put everything out there. They don't care yeah, what it is. Not at all. And <laughs> once they put that out there, when you try to step in and say, hey, they yeah. don't want to hear it. No. So that's why I'm just like, I'm going to be biased and I'm just yeah. going to help whoever wants to be helped. And, yeah. and if it's just one person, okay, I'm good with that. And that's good. You're doing, <laughs> you, you're, you're in the right direction. I mean, because like I said, you know, like even now you got Facebook and you got social media. And the first time some lady get abused, guess where she taking it at? Yes. Facebook, and- Instagram. So somebody mm-hmm. gonna see that, then you're gonna have somebody inbox the young lady or the young man and say, "Hey, listen, what you're in is dangerous. You need to get out of it. You know, try yeah. to get out of it." And I saw where today's this couple. I'm I'm not even gonna call their names, but people mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. Yes. Um, where the young lady, um, her boyfriend had two black eyes, and they were yes. like laughing and talking about it. And the sad thing was. You're teaching a whole generation of people that this is okay and it's this not is okay. okay. And it's and not if, okay. If you're gonna have um dialogue around that, yeah, it should be I messed up, you know. Definitely I did not ever mean to put my hands on you because that's you know, not love. That's that not love. Definitely toxic, it's abuse, definitely. it's a crime when you put it, your hands it, on other people. So with know? that being said, let me just change the subject because I'm about to rip the mic in half. <laughs> Just, Let me tell you, I tell, I, I just, I I tell just my kids. I want to know where was your head when you thought that that was something that you should promote. So it just hurts my heart so much. Definitely. I, I always tell my daughters, I say, look, 
y'all y'all might get into y'all stuff if you do that's your that's that's what you do i i hope pray that you're not but don't put your hand on these people sons <laughs> do that's not right. touch <laughs> nobody's son because let me tell you i know how i am about my kids and, and if something ever if somebody ever put their hands on one of my kids then i'm a mama <laughs> like i'm i'm a nurturer that's gonna bother me i'm not oh, gonna come and right. you know beat you up but don't, don't it'll hurt. It, it hurts to see anything. It hurts yes. to see this negativity that's on the news about yes. any, you know, um, decent person or human. Yep. Because you know, I I look at the look at it the same way. Just like yep. you talk to your daughters, I talk to my boys, Definitely. and I told them. If you ever want to <laughs> see me rise up with somebody that's not related to me, put your hand on your girlfriend. Definitely. Me and your Definitely. girlfriend go into the courthouse and yes. we're going to put the injunction on you to join her. Because you're not exempt. Right. You are I'm not gonna exempt. I'm going to be pushing. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're going to think like, are, is this even my mama? Mama, yes. I used to tell my son that all the time. <laughs> Yes, I'm telling you because we 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 are we're mothers first, you know. It people don't can't look at you and tell that you're going through stuff. They can't because right. women we build such a strong um, fence around stuff till we we can face anything in front of people at least. We don't nobody know what's gonna go on when you behind those doors and you breaking down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like but, me and my doctor. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's a lot of trauma going on in here, but that's not why I'm here today. Okay, definitely, it's a different reason. <laughs> I, I got this. I don't need your pills. Definitely, pills stop trying to give me pills. Right, pills. Right. People get nowadays society. Why it's a whole lot worse too? You giving people pills for everything. Some people just need some therapy and time to get this stuff together oh i need something but this is a pg <laughs> show and i'm not gonna go there so once i get that i know i'll be great so definitely i'm talking about it. but anyway our next question this is our last question before our commercial break gotcha. so what is it like to be a virgo oh my goodness let me tell you <clears throat> i never know i was knew i was that type of virgo because i'm always real peaceful I'm a I'm a peaceful person. As long as you don't push a button. If you if you push a button, then we both might be surprised. And I'm not a violent person. I'm not promoting violence. I wouldn't do that. But I I used to, I was at a place where I used to um not be vocal. But now these days and times with all this crazy stuff going on, you have to be vocal. You don't have to be crazy, but you have to be vocal and address whatever situation that's going on. You got to address it like head on because the the world has gotten so bad till, you know, that, that sign, I, I hear a lot of people talking about Virgos. Oh, this Virgo, some of them crazy. Don't, don't do this. We're not really crazy. We're not. <laughs> We're not crazy. The, unless you push a Virgo or something like that oh, okay. well, well, we're we gonna come out of the bag with the right words to say or at least we're gonna try to say the right words you know but i'm a, i'm a, i'm kind of like bittersweet i think okay yeah. well with that being said we're gonna go to commercial break hold on right. just a second yes ma'am Hi, 
Hi, this is Maddie with the Tell Email Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Loving Myself Daily Planner and Journal created by Email Henry. This journal has 31 days of scheduled slots for planning, organizing. Be inspired, be empowered, love yourself, and purchase your copy from Amazon or AuthorEmailHenry.com. Now back to our episode. Okay, thank you guys for holding for that break. Now we're back and we're going to play our game of the night. Mm -hmm. So this is a game where I just list some options and you pick the options. And there are um, maybe four to three options that you must pick. You can't say none. You can't say no. Um, No hesitation, no concentration. Just like bam, bam, bam. Pick them real quick. (laughs) So we'll start with the first one. So the first one is braids, bundles, ball cap, or bald? Braids. Okay, good. (laughs) Um, The next is Reese's, Snicker, or Twix? Snickers. Good. I need to to send you all the Snickers because, honey, Halloween (laughs) is over. We got so much candy. Break them on. I love them. Lord, help me. (laughs) Baby calling me at night. I'm gonna I'm do right. I'm gonna do right. <laughs> okay. So the next one is Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Thanksgiving. Yes. Thanksgiving just left, and it's like, yes. Oh my gosh. It's so can... Christmas, everything, everywhere. Oh <sighs> like, before Thanksgiving even came, it was Christmas already. <laughs> like, you know, we decorated for like two days. Yeah. <laughs> And, and you put that tree up. If you anything like me on Christmas, my Christmas tree will not come down until March. <laughs> right? It will not come down until March. I promise. Listen, I promise you, I do not use a Christmas tree. I stopped putting them up. I was like, yeah. y'all, no. We you know, I resulted, other people's Christmas trees. You know, I resulted last year in a four-foot tree because I was just, I didn't want to do all that other stuff. But my grandkids came over and saw that four-foot tree. They was like, what is this? Right. The tree my size. I said it ain't about the tree, it's about what's under the tree. Like, you where know? you get this sample from? <laughs> I just pulled it out, it was already done, set it up, put the skirt around and my grandkids was like, just give me my gifts. Right. <laughs> with you. I'm like, over that tree. Hey, she must be needing pills for a male doctor. You know? <laughs> okay, so the next one is Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter? Instagram. Yeah, I think I like Instagram. Yeah. Um, why yes. did I say Twitter? I said the wrong thing, child. But anyway, <laughs> the last one is the book or the movie? The book. Yes. I the, book the book because and... the book is thorough. I mean, everything that's in the book is in the book. When you do a movie, it's a movie that they're going to take some out. And it's just going to be different. So I, I think the movie. I mean the book. I'm sorry. Yes, the book. I enjoy that too. Definitely. There's some books like you watch movies like, wait a minute. That was the best part. Why would they cut out the best part? You know, because I wanted to see that. Right. <laughs> I got to go read the book again. Right. Because I'm not satisfied with the movie. <laughs> okay. Well, I tell you what I want to say. Thank you for being such an awesome special guest on tell email 
tell our audience where they can find you and um, where they can find out about your book once you publish it. Um, um, where you can find me on social media, I'm on um, Instagram at Gwen the Author. Um, on Facebook is uh, Gwen the Author. Um, I'm get I got my all my stuff situated for um, Kindle. So as soon as the book is as soon as the book is done, then you'll be able to um, I'll come back and have everything posted on both of my um, pages on my book page. I'll use um, like I said again, it's Instagram Gwen the Author, Facebook Gwen the Author, um, and everything will be posted like when it, when it's coming, like when it, when everything is done, I'll have everything posted on those sites. Well, yay. And then, you know, as soon as you get your website and everything up and running regarding the book, let me know. You know, I will repost and definitely I will definitely share so that my followers can see that you have a new Thank book. You. Even though my followers are like, I have a lot of followers, but then I have a lot of these sex page ladies that follow me. I don't know what that's about, but it's like, what, what, what is it? Like these, like big boob chest ladies, oh, and then it would be like a four, two, three. It's like okay, well, if you gonna read this book, come on, you know. Definitely. I mean, you kind of weird, but you know, okay. <laughs> I, I want to thank you for having me on the show. It was a pleasure. Let me tell you something, Emil Henry is the sweetest person that you're ever gonna meet, and oh. not only is she sweet, she is real you don't find too many real people and she is definitely a real one i thank you so much for having me all right well thank you guys for listening yes and we will chat with you later all right bye. all right good night This is Maddie with the Tell Email Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Loving Myself Daily Planner and Journal created by Email Henry. This journal has 31 days of scheduled slots for planning, organizing. Be inspired, be empowered, love yourself, and purchase your copy from Amazon or authoremailhenry.com. Now back to our episode.